With that familiar theme song, we're reminded it's time once again for the Harvest Time Gospel Broadcast. This is a daily broadcast with special emphasis on missions and world evangelization under the direction of Dr. Stenny Ballou of Resaca, Georgia. And now, here is Brother Ballou and today's broadcast. Thank you and greetings, radio friends. What a joy and privilege it is to come to your place of listening and share together with you another Harvest Time broadcast. I praise the Lord for this open door, this heaven-bought privilege that our Lord allows us day after day together by the radio to open God's eternal Word and to study the Word of God together. I trust that if it's at all possible, you'll take the time out, get your Bible, and follow along with us as we open the Word of God today. We're continuing our study on Bible evidence that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Of God. We're looking in 1 John chapter number 5 and verse number 9, where the Bible said, If we receive the witness of man, the witness of God is greater. For this is the witness of God, which he hath testified of his Son. He that believeth on the Son of God hath the witness in himself. He that believeth not God hath made him a liar, because he believeth not the record that God gave of his Son. And this is the record that God hath given to us, eternal life, and this life is in his Son. He that hath the Son hath life, and he that hath not the Son of God hath not life." We looked at these verses on yesterday and learned from the Word of God that the Bible is God's record that He gave of His Son. And if we receive that record, then we receive the Son. And if we receive the Son, then in the Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of God, we have everlasting life. If we reject the Son of God, then the wrath of God abideth upon us. So the Lord Jesus Christ is the Son of God, and we're going to let the Word of God speak for itself in giving us evidence that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. After all of these years of studying the Word of God, I am convinced that any lawyer who would take the Bible and critique it like he does the cases that he tries before the court, would come up with a conclusion that the overwhelming evidence, even yea, without doubt, of the teachings of the Word of God manifest that Jesus Christ is the Son of the living God. And so we're looking in the Word of God at that evidence that God has given to us in the record that he gave of his Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. And dear friend, may I say to you one more time, what you believe about the Lord Jesus Christ and what you do with the Lord Jesus Christ will determine your eternal destination in heaven as a believer or in hell as a Christ rejecter. Today on the broadcast, I want us to go back even farther than just his earthly life. And I want to go back and look, first of all, 
at what the Bible says about the eternal existence of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we'll not go into near all the detail of the Bible about this, but I do want to lay out enough evidence to let you know from the Word of God where you can believe that Jesus Christ lived before he was born. Let's notice some scriptures from the Word of God. The Bible said in the book of John chapter number 1, and the first three verses, the Bible said, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The Bible said the same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. Here we find a clear record that God gives of His Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, teaching us that God the Son was with God the Father in the beginning. As a matter of fact, when I come to John chapter 1, verse number 14, the Bible said, And the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Now, when you look at verse number 1, 2, and 3, and verse number 14 together, here's what you read. The Bible said, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God, all things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. We know that the only member of the Godhead that was made flesh was God the Son, and so, Jesus Christ, the Son of God, is the incarnate Word of God. So, the Bible would say here, in the beginning was Christ, and Christ was with God, and Christ was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Christ, and without Christ was not anything made that was made. Christ was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Now listen to me. If there was no other verse in the Bible that taught the eternal existence of the Lord Jesus Christ, those four verses out of the first chapter of John are sufficient evidence if you believe the record that God gave of His Son. Notice again the Bible said, and I'm talking about His eternal existence. As a matter of fact, when you go all the way back to the book of Genesis, chapter number 1, verse number 26, the Bible said, And God said, Let us make man in our image and in our likeness. Now, I'm not preaching there are three gods. There is one God manifest in three personalities. 
God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost. And so God says to himself, let us make man in our own image and in our own likeness. So we see that in the beginning, God the Son was there with God the Father and God the Spirit. We see in the creation that God the Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, was there with God the Father and God the Spirit. But when I come to John chapter 17, verse number 5, we go back now before the creation. Jesus is praying, and he said, And now, O Father, glorify thou me with thine own self, with the glory which I had with thee before the world was. So there again we have another record of God speaking about his son and the fact that his son was in the beginning with him, his son was in the creation with him, and his son was with him before the world was. Notice again what the Bible said in the book of Colossians, chapter number 1, verse number 16 and verse number 17. The Bible said, For by him, speaking of the Lord Jesus Christ, for by him all things were created. Again, speaking of Christ, in verse 17, the Bible said, He is before all things, and by him all things consist. So we see here the Lord Jesus Christ was with the Father in the beginning. He was with the Father before the world was, and he was with the Father in the time of the creation. Notice one other verse on him being a part of the creation. The Bible said in Revelation chapter 4, verse number 11, For thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they are and were created. Again, that reference speaks of the Lord Jesus Christ. Friend, when you look at these verses, you learn that Christ was with God in the beginning. Christ was with God before the world was. Christ was with God in the creation. All things were created by him, and by him all things consist. And he is the creator of all things and all things were created by him and for his pleasure. So the record indicates that God speaks of his son being pre-incarnate. He existed before he was born of a woman. So in the study of the word of God, if we're going to believe the record that God gave of his son, we must not only accept the fact that Christ was born, lived, died, was buried, and raised from the dead, ascended, sitting at the right hand of the Father, and soon coming back again. But we must accept also God's record of the Lord Jesus Christ being with God in the beginning, being with God before the world was, being with God in the creation, and the fact that he is the creator 
of all things, and by him all things consist. Again, I emphasize what you believe about the Lord Jesus Christ will determine your eternal destination. To receive him by faith is to receive life eternal, to reject the record that God gave of his son, the Lord Jesus Christ, is to reject God, and to reject God, and to reject his son, the Lord Jesus Christ, is to pass up the offer that God offers you of forgiveness of your sins and hope of heaven when this life is over. I want to say to you again, friend, there is none like the Lord Jesus Christ. What are you going to do with him? God said, He that hath the Son hath life, and he that hath not the Son of God hath not life. What is your relationship to God the Son as you listen to my voice today? Father, take the word, use it to your glory. I pray in Jesus' name, amen and amen. Behold, the fields are white, it's harvest time. Well, I trust you enjoyed the broadcast today. I do want to take this opportunity and wish all of you who listen to the radio a very Merry Christmas and a Christ-centered New Year to the glory of our God. Let me also wish a very Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to the staff and management of all of the radio stations that carry the broadcast. We're all labors together with God, and I trust that God will use our labor to His glory. As you go through the holiday season, don't forget the reason for the season. Keep Christ in the center of all your Christmas activities. As you do your giving, I trust you'll remember the Harvest Time broadcast. Simply address that letter to Harvest Time, 179 Promised Land Drive, Resaca, Georgia, 30735. And be sure to join us each weekday, Monday through Friday, at the same time. God bless you. Until the next broadcast. Oh,